Welcome to Film Studies Bling Bling. This is a special episode dedicated to the Harlem African Animation Festival. It is the first festival in the United States to be entirely dedicated to animated films and series from Africa. The festival opening will take place on November 14th, and as the festival's online, people from all over the world will have the chance to attend the festival for free. In the first interview, you can listen to Bukhari Savadogo, the founder of the festival. And afterwards, you can meet Asetu Kone. She will visit the festival. With her, I will talk about the festival from a student perspective. So I'm very pleased to welcome Bukhari Savadogo. Hello again. Hello, Ana Luisa. Nice to be back. Some listeners already know you, Bukhari, because in episode 11, you were my bling of the month. You are assistant professor of cinema studies at the City University of New York. And in the aforementioned episode, we talked about your outstanding research on African cinema. And well, now we have decided to produce a special edition because from November 14th until November 22nd, the first edition of the Harlem African Animation Festival takes place, and you are the founder of the festival. So we thought, well, it might be a good idea to have a little chat about the festival and to use the podcast to promote this really exciting event. Bukhari, you founded the festival earlier this year, as far as I know, and the first edition was initially scheduled to be held in May this year. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> I had a track right before outside my window. So. Oh my God. Sorry, New York. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, that's New York. That's nice. And it was, well, held, uh, shuttled to be in, in May, right? And then the pandemic hit. So the festival was initially planned as a festival taking place in a cinema. And mm -hmm. now it has become an online edition. Um, tell us about this. I mean, How was that for you? And to what extent did you have to adapt the program for the transition to online? It has been, uh, I will say, uh, a lot of work because initially it was scheduled to be in-person event in a theater in Harlem here. Mm. And I have all the lineup, uh, all the invitations sent out, and also, uh, you know, basically, early, you know, ad ticket paid for. Aww. So, uh, and, at, and I'm talking around, that was, you know, January. Mm. And then, you know, COVID hit uh, mid-March in New York here. And I said, okay, you know what, maybe it's something that will be, you know, a bit, very temporary. Oh, no. <laughs> and then it was a roller coaster. And then I think in May, I decided to push uh, the festival to postpone it until October, October 17 and 18, hoping that, that by then, New York would allow uh, you know, cinema theaters to open and the theater... Uh, The festival will be in person, uh, and then the and then October, yeah. yes, and nothing happened. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Um, there is one option which is uh, to do it uh, online. I know it will be a lot of work, mm. and I know also I knew also that I will lose some of the segment of the festival. Mm -hmm. I, I will have to condense, you know, okay, the a digital edition and also I know that okay, there is nothing that can replace the human interaction and that's 
it's a very difficult to replicate uh, digitally. But you know, okay, I look forward to uh, the digital edition, uh, as you said, uh, from November 14 through the 22nd. I can imagine that it's it's a tons of work now to do, but nevertheless, it's so important. I mean, for all the for the audience and for us to to have this opportunity to to take part in this festival. I mean, it's it's a sign. I mean, in these times, it's so good and so heartwarming to have the, the possibility to nevertheless participate in a cinema experience, I would say. Yes, because because we are in a time where really everybody knows COVID. So we are at home. We feel, you know, I don't want to say lonely, but the experience, the, the human contact, the human inter- interaction is lost. And, but also we need culture. We need some semblance of life to still go on. And uh, I, we know that for cinema, the industry is really impacted. So I think little efforts like festivals will really keep the, rekindle the, the fire there to help us, we in cinema, to keep going, but also to support creators in the realm of culture. Bukhari, what objectives are you aiming to achieve with the festival? I mean, except from the things you mentioned now, what were the objectives when you founded the festival initially and what are the ob- objectives you're still holding on now? The, the objective still uh, stays uh, the same because, uh, excuse me, maybe to give a, a little background to how I came to uh, founding this festival, yeah, it went. Cool. You know, it goes back to, um, three years ago because uh, three years ago I was doing uh, research on my second book, African Film Studies and Introduction, and in that book there is a chapter on African animation, and I really, you know, struggled to find written scholarly written articles on African animation or animation in Africa. You only have a couple of them. As of now, there is no book on, on African animation. So, and as I go through it, I realize how very, this is a long tradition in Africa of producing animation that goes back, you know, to the mid 1960s. So, for me, it's really to bring attention and to bring voice, to give voice and presence to African animation. In the U.S. here, because this is the first festival in the U.S. that is completely, entirely devoted to African animation. So to give voice to uh, African animation, but also to celebrate a practice that is well established in Africa. But yet even on the continent, not much has been said or done or celebrate animation. So for me, is uh, really to give presence to uh, celebrate and also to help people in the diaspora to reconnect with uh, African culture, to reconnect with identity and to uh, reconnect with uh, oral storytelling. Wow. And, and tell us about the programming activities of the festival. What will we and the guests be able to watch and experience? Because of uh, COVID, this is a scaled down program. So the program act- activities uh, include live streaming of selected films. Mm-hmm. And second will be uh, panels, panel discussion that we'll have. 
Uh, one panel discussion will be on Mustafa Alassane, who is considered and regarded as the father of African animation. And the second panel allows animators to really, you know, tell their own stories because I want the viewers and listeners to be able, those who will join us, you know, at the festival online, to be able to go through to be in the shoes of uh, the animators what brought those you know creators to animation what were some of the challenges that they encounters and really you know give us some in you know, i would say personal insight into how maybe each one of them works differently and what is the personal experience with animation and how in you know, where do they see progress in the future of animation in Africa or African animation. It seems to me that this really is not a sort of academic event, but more a really hands-on approach so that you really can get an idea of the practice of animation in, well, in the history, but also uh, mainly nowadays. So who are you expecting at the festival? Who's the target audience? It's, 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 a, cross, uh, it's a cross target audience, obviously with a panel, uh, some of the discussion can big year toward the scholarly audience, but I also target the general audience because uh, for those the selected films, I really want uh, everybody to engage with it and not you know, necessarily you know, to, uh, watch the film with critical lenses, trying to dissect the film in its um, thematic or technical elements. No, because I will take the specific example of uh, the African immigrant communities in the U.S. Mm -hmm. One of the challenges for, we can call it the second generation, children born here or uh, children you know, who are brought here younger, some of the challenges that parents fa you know, face is really how do you reconnect with the culture back home, but also be rooted in the U.S. here. And I think that okay, some of those animated films and series kind of takes uh, the viewer back into uh, the cultural context of Africa. So the, the, just you take the example of the African uh, immigrant community to say that it's geared, you know, with uh, the target audience is not only, you know, academic scholarly, but the scholars, but also everybody, the general audience. Mm. And for younger younger people as well. I mean, uh, yes. definitely for students. And yeah, okay. And and for people with no or little exposure to African animation, what general introductory information can you share, Bukhari, so that you may have some basic knowledge about animation in Africa? For instance, our students, I would say, they're not yet so familiar with African animation, but nevertheless, it would be brilliant to have them as guests at the festivals. Yeah, for just, you know, some basic knowledge about African animation, uh, I would say uh, the, really the founding figure or the pioneering figure is Mustafa Alashan from Niger. And uh, his uh, first animation, I think, came out in 1965. I think La Mort de Ganji, The Death of Ganji, which is, you know, pretty, pretty early on, if we consider that Black Girl by Samben Usman 1966 is the first film, first African film that got international recognition. So means that only one year later you have, or one year before. So that tells you that okay, you have a very 
long standing tradition of uh, animation practice in Africa. So you have Mustafa Alassan, and then, you know, after Mustafa Alassan, I would say you have uh, Jean Michel Kibushi from DRC, Democratic Republic of Congo, who is also one of the main figures. And also from South Africa, we have Kendrich, who's also one prominent uh, figure of animation. And then, you know, from the year 2000 onward, we have a very, I would say, the democratization of the animation practice in Africa with countries like Madagascar. Very people know about it, but Madagascar has a, a really has long been one of the few countries in Africa where animation was really prevalent. But slowly now, almost in every country, we have a, a new generation of animation that, you know, that is coming through. And also, it's one of the sector that we can see large um, media companies from the U.S. You know, trying to get into the market uh, in Africa. Uh, thank you for sharing this uh, with us, Bukhari. And I have to say, I have to recommend your book, uh, The Introduction on African Cinema Studies, because I know that this book, for instance, is in our library. So if students are listening, just borrow this book, read the chapter on African animation, and you're perfectly prepared for taking part in this uh, beautiful event. Bukhari, how can the audience join in this online edition from anywhere in the world. I mean, I would like to be part of this uh, festival as well, and I'm here in Germany. Yeah, so it's, it's, you know, it's not geo-blocked, which means uh, you know, from anywhere from the world, uh, uh, you can join us, and I will share the, the different links with you, uh, Anna-Louise, so maybe you can include it in the podcast. I will do that, definitely. Yes, yeah, because we have links that, you know, for the different live streaming, and also... Uh, also for the webinar for the panels so i will share the links uh, with you and you i think for, from the podcast everybody can you know copy the link to join us and will the audience members have to pay to watch the films online no for this edition it's uh, free so uh, you know can join for free That's so <laughs> yeah yeah it's covid <laughs> so we you know we're doing our part to really you know help everybody you know, get immersed in African cinema at a relative, at no cost. Oh, thank you so much. That's brilliant. Perfect. And for one more time, do you want to repeat the dates and the times and the platform for the Harlem African Animation Festival, Bukhari? Yes, the dates are November 14 through November 22nd. And the activities include uh, live streaming of uh, selected films and also panel discussions. So those are, you know, the activities. And uh, for how to join us, uh, you know, you sh if you are listening to this, I think that by the time you finish listening to this, uh, you will see the different links uh, to join Uh, ask me for, uh, to join us during the festival and it's free. Thank you very much, Bukhari. I wish you all the best for the last preparations and I'm very much looking forward to the festival and would like to really invite all the listeners to be part of the first edition of the Harlem African Animation 
Festival. And you can find the links, as Bukhari said, in the podcast, in the show notes. And also on my webpage. So I will make sure that everyone gets the link to take part. Thank you very much, Bukhari. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. I'm very pleased to welcome Aisatu Kone. Hello, and thank you so much for taking the time. Hi, Anna. How are you? Um, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. It's my pleasure. I'm fine. And let's start our little conversation. I mean, but, but wait, before we talk about the Harlem African Animation Festival, I would say it would be great to get to know you a bit better. I mean, I, I know from your professor that you're a very, very dedicated student at the City University of New York. In which degree? program are you enrolled? So um, right now I'm currently um, seeking a bachelor's in political science. This is actually my last semester. Yes, in minoring in Black Studies as well as the French language. And as I know, you are you have a keen interest in African film. Uh, Bukhari Savador told me that in this fall, it is the second consecutive semester that you are taking an African cinema course with Bukhari. Yes, exactly. Um, I have a high interest in African film. Um, when I was younger, I used to do scenario writing. I'm originally from Mali, which is in West Africa. So I do have, like, ever since, you know, I kind of, it has a major, like, film, anything that's visual in film has a major effect when it comes to, like, younger populations, especially the younger populations. And they kind of, they're very much influenced You know, whether, you know, we know it or not, um, they're very much influenced by, by, you know, what happens or what's going on. Whatever they see is like something that they carry it mm. in a certain sense. Okay. So I feel like it's very important to um, to properly kind of attribute, you know, what we're showing to them. And, you know, representation definitely matters. Does film plays a role also in your current, I mean, you take part in the Sahel Young Professional Program, your program analyst in this program. Is there mm -hmm. audiovisual media? Is there, is it also a part of this program? Can you tell us a bit about that? So um, the Sahel Young Professional Program is under um, the Sahel Development Initiatives. Mm -hmm. And it's more of a career, like bridging the gap between young adults and And receiving a career and I would say the visual aspect of it be you know just like kind of the image you know the what you're promoting for young people to be encouraged to apply into a program that would help them kind of you know have that successful life you know you know getting onto that career and from there basically just um pursuing a better future for themselves ah, I see okay You have set up an own project. Flores is the title. Is there film involved or visual media? Um, for Flores, not not as of yet, not yet. But um, it is mostly based on discussion topics mm -hmm. that um have to do with like socio cultural and socio um economic issues. What I have kind of mm -hmm. there, I don't know. There's um this production house in New York City, um the Urban Streaming Network. And what they do is basically they're looking for young producers that, you know, young producers of color that are willing to, you know, either um, make film or have films or documentaries that mm -hmm. that basically um, that portray um, urban lifestyle or um, a black lifestyle or, you know, whether it be from the diaspora, like the Caribbean, Africa. Yeah. And right now I'm kind of um, using my platform to recruit In, in that sense, you know, people people who are able to 
to do that or who already have a production house. As Heitu, we have decided to produce this special edition because from November 14th until November 22nd, the first edition of the Harlem African Animation Festival takes place and you will attend the festival. Do you regularly attend film festival or particularly African film festivals in New York City? Um, I don't honestly... Ever since I started, you know, I've had a certain interest between kind of like the theater world and film. Last year, I believe, yes, last year, Professor Sabadogo invited me to um, an African film festival. Mm -hmm. And it was maybe my, um, maybe my first or second time. And I found it like just so much so interesting that, you know, the different subjects and different things that I was seeing from, you know, different filmmakers and their perspective of things, especially things that, you know, I would have assumed were, um, you know, common to me or common to only a specific person. Mm. And what are you particularly looking forward to during the Harlem African Animation Festival? I think I'm very, I'm looking mostly for like common understanding, kind of like, you know, you, you want to resonate with what, you know, the film is talking about. I feel like, you know, that's really important. People like to resonate with the main character or resonate with the, the situation that's going on. And when it comes to like kind of animated film, I think it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, how you, you connect that with African culture. And, you know, it's such Africa, the co African continent is just so diverse within itself that you there's so many ways it could go and there's so many things that you know to see so i'm really much looking forward to you know the diversity of that and what is your favorite african animated film or an african story you would like to see it animated so that the film can perhaps be seen at a future edition of the harlem african animation festival so the two um films that you know are like pretty popular kiriku mm -hmm. and our kiriku is very popular and i remember that even when i was um, a lot younger And, you know, people singing the song and, you know, I feel like them even like, you know, the behind story of Kiriku with the the, um, the witch and everything, it was very important, you know, um, kind of like it, it shows that, you know, there's always a reason for why people act the way they act. So I feel like Kiriku was very um, good. One of the newest ones that was on Netflix is um, Aya, Aya de Yopugo, mm -hmm. which is um, an Ivory Coast based um, film. And I feel like that also is, you know, the way they talk and the way that like it's it's the person, you know, if you're from Ivory Coast, you can resonate with that. You know, you can you, you automatically understand that it, it automatically makes you happy to watch it. I feel like that's very important. You already gave us an idea that that for you, it's very important that yeah, visual culture or films are important to um, build identity or to identify. Um, maybe we can go into this a bit deeper. I mean, what would you say? What is the role of film festivals in particular in helping students get a better understanding, especially of African cinema? Oh, I think it's very important. I think film festivals are very important because you know it's kind of that you know that one chance that you get to watch a series of let's say it not even specifically african film but you know regardless wherever um the film is whether it's you know afro-american um, afro-latino or portuguese like it gives you a chance to to see back to back to back different perspectives of the same exact culture of the same culture or the same um the same ethnicity kind of mm -hmm. so i feel like that's the opportunity that gives instead of you know being told i feel like you know it's a lot easier um than getting suggestions from a friend to watch this mm -hmm. and this and then this with a festival you get the whole entire thing you know you get basically back to back movies or back to back films that are explaining kind of uh, sometimes you know it's explaining the same thing in different lights or in different perspective or different angles and you really get a sense of identity 
with that, you know, you really get a sense of this is how this, you know, these were people from the same country or the same region. And, you know, this is how they each had it in their own experience. This is how they each went through their own experience. So I feel like that's the important aspect for students to to kind of go to festivals if they ever get a chance to. Mm. Do you expect other students to take part in the festival? So do you have that or, or friends of yours? So do you have the chance to to discuss your your viewing experience, the things you watch then on the festival? Yes, um, I definitely feel like especially the class that I'm the course that I'm taking with um, Professor Sawadogo. I feel like he really gives us the opportunity to kind of watch the film and then discuss it, which is really important because it really gives you an idea of how, you know, even though and even in that case, even though we're all watching the same thing people still have different perspectives of what they saw mm -hmm. and I feel like that's really interesting and really important when it comes to film is how um, each person perceives things and um, yeah I'm hoping that you know I'm, I'm pretty sure that you know this festival will be as successful and that especially a lot of people who I know a lot of people who love anime they would be interested in kind of seeing an African made African animated um, film festival thank you very much for the short interview I wish you a wonderful time at the festival Thank and you. I really hope that a lot of people will attend. I mean, it's online so everyone around the world is invited to take part in this festival and it's for free and beautiful films will be in the program. Maybe we see each other at online. I don't know whether we're able to see each other but I will attend as well. We'll, we'll see each other's names that's yeah, for sure. Perfect. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for having me. This was a special edition of Film Studies Bling Bling. I hope you will join the festival. The links you need to attend the screening can be found in the show notes and in the episode description of this podcast. If you type Film Studies Bling Bling into a search engine, you can find my website. Here I will place the links to the festival as well. The next regular episode of Film Studies Bling Bling will be released on November 20th. Thank you so much for listening and um, enjoy the festival.